All right, we're sitting down with Kenny from Exotic Effects. How's we're it gonna, going? We're gonna talk about exotic. Yeah. Is it actually Exotic Effects? I always call we it call that it, one. the official name is Exotic F- Guitars and Effects. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we started off actually as a guitar and bass company about 16 years ago okay. by this uh, builder who uh, he's no longer with us. He's, he has his own company now, but that started off. And then a few years after that, the pedals came out. We, we hired a different designer and builder for the pedals. And that took off a little uh, before the guitars and pedals. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were talking about that earlier, how like I'm familiar with the AC, the BB, right. the RC, and now like with the smaller stuff, like the EP and the yeah, EP boost yeah. and the, L, or the SL and the... What's, I the, 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 what's EP the compressor? Like everybody's board. I forget what the, the compressor time. is. My brain's The SP compressor. Here. Yeah, the SP. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, definitely familiar with the effects, right. but the guitar line was something I didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, I remember when I was over at, I was a student at MI, I was a graduate, and okay. that went there about 10 years ago, and I didn't really know much about pedals or lack of or whatever, and um, the only pedals that were really well-known in boutique world was the Analog Man, Keeley, and Full Tone, right. uh-huh. and all of a sudden, this company called Exotic pops up, and I'm like, what is this? And that's where I kind of started to, I, the first time I recognized or know, learned about these guys. And then 10 years later, I'm working for them, which is kind of yeah. crazy. <laughs> but again, yeah, they started off as a guitar and bass company. And then the pedals, everybody knows about. But now, slowly, the basses and the guitars are getting some, uh, you know, little buzz and everything. And especially the basses, uh, a lot of our L.A. Uh, musicians. And well, I was looking at the ones that you guys have here with yeah. the uh, the wood pickup covers. Yeah. Like, those look great. Yeah, those are actually passive pickups uh, with wooden rosewood covers that is powered by an active preamp. Okay. And, but you can run them passive and still get that nice amount of punchiness and the low cool. beat that we're known for. And, yeah, it just uh, when you run passive, it just works as a normal standard, you know, American uh, Southern California P style or PJ style right. uh, basses. And we're really well known for that low B. Every every time a bass player plays that low B, they're just like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever." Is it a 35-inch scale or? Yeah, it's a 35. Okay. Yeah. And just a standard. We make our own uh, hip shot style bridge, and then the only third-party uh, hardware we use are the uh, the tuners, which is also hip shot uh, B style. I think it's called. Okay. And yeah, it's just well known. A lot of LA working musicians use that because it's quiet, it's punchy, it works at any. Uh, context of genres and music and all that, and then now we released this year, NAM, first year NAM, we released the California Classic series, which is uh, more of a standard traditional style S style uh, body sure. as to the XS series that which you have, which is more of a super strat, which I just said it, but <laughs> you said the S word. yeah, I just said the S word <laughs> instead of the other. We word. won't bleep it out. <laughs> um, the XS style. What if we did bleep out every yeah. time someone <laughs> said strat. <laughs> Yes, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> so the the first model was it's got a pointier a horn, smaller body, more modern pickups and faster necks and all that. Now the California Classic series got a roasted maple neck, which is kind of our the the hot word right now, hot, yeah. hot phrase that everybody's using. Well, it's funny with roasted maple is like when Gibson used it, it was like a terrible thing. Right. But for everyone else making like more you know the fender style yeah. guitars like roasted maples like yeah exactly yeah, Actually, like, yeah the roasted maple kind of started off the roasting process kind of started off became really hot in the acoustic industry like taylor started to do it martin started it. now everybody's doing it takamina's now doing it and now the guitar companies like sir and fender and all these other companies even tom anderson's doing it now and we started doing that too 
uh, we use like triple A, uh, quadruple A grade maple, flame maple, and it just pops up real nicely. It looks great and it sounds awesome too. Kind of uh, what it does is basically you bake it in an oven at high temperature, low oxygen rate. So it takes out all the moisture out of the maple, which is basically a quick process of a 60-year-old process yeah, into right. literally hours. Uh, and then it kind of rolls off the nice high end, but it still keep, retains the attack of a maple. And that kind of makes it really cool. And uh, we do a nitrocellulose uh, lacquer finish with a little bit of relicking just to make it look old. <laughs> and uh, we wound our own, hand wound our own pickups. We use raw vintage springs and saddles, just like a little softer, uh, cold rolled steel, which is more of a how it was rolled back in the days, back in back in the fifties and all that. So, basically, we're bringing the traditional uh, S style guitars into w with a little bit of an exotic twist. So, nice, yeah, That's cool. It's pretty I've awesome. I walked by a few times. I know, I know they look great. I haven't had a chance to pick one up. Right, it's aw yeah. It's, so. Every time somebody picks it up, and go, oh man, this is yeah. This I'm is gonna it. have to touch one yeah. before we go. <laughs> and then also. <laughs> And then also the pedals uh, goes, we're releasing the new, re-releasing the RC Booster, and it's called a version 2. Uh, earlier this year, uh, we released a limited edition of Scott Henderson RC Booster, which is a dual channel, uh, dual gain stage RC Booster. And since everybody's like, oh man, I, that is the best thing ever since the first RC came out, <laughs> we were like, hmm, hmm. Opportunity, opportunity. Right, yeah. Right. This will become the version two, which it became the version two. So if anybody asks, hey, what's the difference between the Scott Henderson RC and the new RC booster? Nothing really. It's the same circuit, <laughs> but which is prettier, prettier, prettier lights. And right. it's, just, it's a really useful. It's Scott Henderson calls it the Desert Island pedal. And I now mean, it's even more of a Desert Island pedal. Yeah. You know? He called me the other day and he's like, man. The RC booster, the new one, is the best thing ever, man. Thank you so much for making it. I'm like, cool. Right on. Yeah, I, I like didn't, it. I'll take credit. I didn't build it. I didn't design it, but I'll take credit. <laughs> Your guys' pedals were the first ones I ever saw with the like the clear knob thing. The, oh, yeah. Like the backlit clear right. knobs. Mm -hmm. It's a cool look. Yeah. Like, yeah. Design-wise, it's really unique, too. It doesn't really... It almost doesn't really look like an overdrive pedal, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I... When, the first time I saw it was an AC booster that Alan Hines, which is also our artist, uh, he played one of the, the first art AC booster. It was a yellow box. And I'm like, what is that sweet sound coming from? It can't be that amp. Right. What's that little yellow box there? It doesn't, sound, it doesn't look like a, an overdrive because... To me, the overdrive is overdrive equals TS9 and the DS1, right, right, right. or the Boss pedal. And I didn't know uh, a boutique company existed until I saw the Exotic company. And then now, you know, there's how many over I know yeah. boutique oh, companies yeah. are out there and everything. But yeah, uh, Steve just counted. There's five. <laughs> there's about five, mi <laughs> five million, five million <laughs> companies out there. It seems like there's an like a more every day. Like there's yeah. five new companies every day. Yeah, but thankfully. Uh, you know, exotic is kind of like the first step, yeah. like a first foot in the door to what is a boutique company? What does a boutique overdrive sound like? Right. And that's a lot of other dealers go like, check this, check the AC booster, check the BB preamp, absolutely, check out the EP booster, and they buy it. They kind of like a touchstone. It. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, okay, this is cool. What is a boutique company? Oh, let me look around on YouTube and all the forum nowadays that are just everywhere. Now everybody's a genius because they read the forum and watch the YouTube channel. But back in, <laughs> right. but back in the days. Then that didn't exist. YouTube didn't exist. Yeah. And that's how we kind of came in and became really successful that way because we got in at the right time, you know? And so we're really thankful for that, you know? And we're still known for that, 
the AC booster, RC booster, and all uh -huh. that stuff. And it sounds, it still sounds great. I have it on my oh, board. Yeah. And it has like having, so you guys have like what six or seven pedals? More than that. Well, Way more, more than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. We have like a custom shop, and we have. Uh, like a filter, envelope filter. We got a blender called X Blender. A lot of bass players like mm. swears by it. It basically a you're a mini bus on your pedal board. Right. You're sending your dry signal into a bus to any effects like delay or like right. an envelope filter, because usually like a Qtron is a great sounding pedal, but if you plug it through a bass, it takes out a lot of the low end. So you right. just want to mix it in. Exactly. A bit. You want to send it to a bus, and there's a little EQ in there too, which is really really cool. So that and all these other overdrives and dual channel uh, overdrives, like the AC Plus series, right? And BB Plus. Oh yeah, that's true. Which yeah. is really cool. It's just like a nice little size box, but it's got two gain gain stages, and you can stack them, and you you could flip it around, and you could get all these different types of tone within just one box and a few little knobs. That's the most knobs we have are in the Plus series, and that's even not much compared to other companies out there, you know. So, pretty cool. Yeah. I'm looking to Steve. You keep looking at me. To see if you have a question. <laughs> um, My mind is cooked from just being out in the oh, sun yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. My head's kind of burnt out from all the crazy licks. It's kind of like I one know. after the other. It's Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty intense. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Um, do you what guys do you have anything new coming out anytime soon? Well, the RC booster. And then we have uh, an Allen Hines signature model called the Soul Driven. And it's kind of like a higher gain stage, but still smooth. Uh, overdrive, and that's gonna be released end of this year, uh, hopefully. And then we we have a few signature models in our minds okay. uh, that we're gonna do. Uh, so we're kind of expanding a little bit more on that realm. But right now we're kind of pushing the bass and the guitars right now, uh, trying to spread the word a little bit. We're going. Yeah. We're the only thing we're. Uh, we have a few dealers for basses uh, in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, but we don't have any dealers uh, overseas, mm -hmm. and we have no dealers for guitars. We only sell them direct through our Reverb uh, page. But we, our office is in Van Nuys, California, uh, and anybody's more than welcome to come over and check out the guitars and hey, all there that you stuff. Go. That's, cool. So That's a cool offer. From, yeah, oh. just go to exotic.us and go to the contact and you know shoot us an email, and it's usually me, you know, answering <laughs> that. So it'll be me talking. You know, you'll be talking to. Yeah. So if you, you know, if any of you guys want to talk about and check out the guitars. Oh. I feel like that's the way things are going these days. That everything is so direct and yeah. like buying direct from the companies, and yeah. you've got to figure out ways for people to get their hands on these things yeah. to know if they want to buy them or yeah. not. So it's yeah. just like, yeah, just come down to yeah. where we make them or where we have them, and just try it out and see if yeah, you like it. Information is so easy to get nowadays yeah. compared yeah. to 15 years ago with oh, all, like cool. I said, all the YouTube and the forums and stuff. Everybody's just buying stuff online, you know, yeah. and they're doing all word of mouth yeah. and just on other people's recommendations or on YouTube videos. Yeah, when <laughs> when Fender went direct, everybody freaked out, you yeah, know, yeah. and all these other companies went direct, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" All the dealers are freaking out, and things are changing a lot, and we're yeah. trying to adjust to that, you know. Yeah. So it's an interesting world that we live in right now. Well, you used to, you know, you used to really need the stores, yeah, to showcase your product, yeah. And yeah, it kind of just turned over now where there's so much there's yeah. so much trust that yeah. the guy, you know, I don't know, one of these days I feel like we need to put out a YouTube video where you're like playing a strap but then we go in post and like EQ it like oh, sure. take right. out all the highs and make <laughs> it sound like a Les Paul. Right, right. And just be like, "Guys, look at this sick tone I got with my strap." Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the thing about what the dealers need to do. A lot of dealers do kind of complain of, you know, the sales going down, but it's part of it is our job to educate 
the dealers and the staff there to get excited about whatever product that they're selling. Yeah. They can't just expect the product to just sell on right. its own. There's no way that's going to happen, you know? They need to know. They need to be educated. They need to like the company and the, whatever the product that they're selling in order whenever whoever walks in and go, hey, I'm looking for this. And if the guy's like, oh, I don't know. How about try this one? I'm looking for an overdrive. Oh, try this thing called a flanger. No, that ain't going to work, you know what I mean? Somebody's got to be like, oh, there's a great company called so-and-so, and they got this great overdrive called this, and it sounds like this, and it works like that. And that will definitely, like... It'll, it'll show in it and the customer will be like oh this person is really excited about this pedal I should get it you right. know what I mean instead of like just going through YouTube and again like googling yeah. it it's kind of it's an overdose of information sometimes so that's one thing that the dealers and the whole human interaction is still alive and still there and it probably won't die in yeah. my opinion I think there's always going to be a place for dealers but it's, it's hard to see what that future looks like. Yeah. You're always going to need some place to buy mm -hmm. strings or like a cable. Sure. Or, you know, like if you go try, you know, commercially available guitar or yeah. things like that. It's just like things are growing so fast with smaller builders and yeah. more kind of boutique directions. And even yeah. brands that maybe aren't boutique, they're having stuff built in Korea or something. Right. But they're still really good, but they're not big enough to get their stuff into a store. Right. You know? So is this whole new marketplace is really interesting. There's so many different marketplaces now. That's what yeah. I think. There's only there's only almost like one or two. Now there's like a gazillion now. Yeah, you yeah. Know? it's crazy. And, and then so the everybody needs to be more educated and be more open minded and don't yeah. be so you know, small minded. Yeah, right, right. But anyways, exotic guitars. Yes, exotic guitars and effects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. cool. This has been great. Awesome. I learned I learned something today. <laughs> well, I want to go touch them and, and see what they feel like. Yeah, man. I, I Come on over. We've been just doing interviews all day. Right. I haven't had a chance to actually pick most of this stuff yeah, up. Yeah, sure. And people have already packed up. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. Of people. Slowly, slowly but surely, it's happening. But yeah. Uh, this has been a great event. What do you what do you think of it? I this? think it was a great event. You know, the first event is always interesting. Uh -huh. It could be like a hit and miss. I was over in Toronto at a place called Cosmo Music. One of the biggest store in the United or North uh, North America, actually. Right, right. It's humongous. They got two thousand students. They got a big warehouse. It's a, they have their own cafe, big. They had a thing called the Cosmo Fest. Pretty, pretty much like is what it is like this uh, indoor tent, and they had a big stage and all that. First year, you know, there were a good good amount of people, but then the year after, which I was uh, involved in, the number doubled. Whoa! So, which is pretty insane. So, yeah. It's looking at how successful it is this today, if they do it again next year, the year after, and having yeah. more bigger stage and all that stuff, I'm sure it's going to get more successful. I mean, I'm looking at it, and like, there's there hasn't been a, a, a million people here, but there hasn't been no people here. Yeah, at any exactly. Point. Like, there's been people here consistently, slowly walking the booths, hanging out, watching yeah. the bands. They have this whole metal section here, their other parking lot, right? Where they could put two more rows of vendors, absolutely, yeah. if they wanted to. And this could be yeah. a great thing, like yeah. a yearly thing. I think like, it's awesome. Ryan's really like thinking to himself right now, man, it would be way easier to record if we had like eight more guitar dealers here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next year we need to come back with one of these Airstreams that Quilter has. <laughs> okay. That's the right. deal. That, we'll see what our uh, we'll the, see what our support that will look like. Got, uh, Frisian, a mini bar too. Inner circle, buy us an Airstream trailer and a truck to pull it with. <laughs> And an AC unit to put in it. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can pull it with your with your side. Yeah, I'm gonna put uh, a, I'm gonna put an airstream behind my uh, my Sentra. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this has been totally fun. Great, uh, great food truck. Yeah, hanging out. We got to hang out 
with Grover Jackson. We got oh, to hang cool. out with Lace Sensor and you know, uh, and uh, we got to hang out with Mr. Quilter himself. Oh yeah, Pat's awesome. He's, yeah, he's so awesome. We got to watch him play lap steel. Yeah, and he just rips man, it. And Pat is such a genius, man. I did. I was able, uh, fortunate enough to do a video for Quilter uh, last month, and the staff there are genius too. Chris yeah. and Pete and everybody else there. This is brilliant. And, oh yeah, they're brilliant, and they just explain how. You know, waveforms work, and wave yeah. like that. I'm just like three seconds into it, poof! My brain just like yeah. <laughs> turned into dust. I'm like, I don't know what you guys talking about. I just play guitar, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's not often that you find someone in the industry who's a builder, but also a really good right. musician too. Yeah. And it was just really impressed to see how well he played. Right, and how old he does a stage, holds the stage down and stuff. Right. And like, and he's obviously just really brilliant. Like he's right. been doing this stuff a long time, and they've got you know everything else with uh with the other company like right building speakers and and audio components right it's like, the guy's smart see that's the thing about you could tell the difference between if a builder guitar pedals it doesn't matter if he or she is a player yeah and pat's one of them Absolutely. and our and our designer he's a great player too yeah. he's got ears of a dog uh, and then you know full full tone obviously full tone uh mike fuller is a great player too uh -huh. and taylor guitars uh, Andy Andy Powers, he's a great luthier Andy and also yeah. also a great player as well. Yeah, I mean he's got a ear of a dog, you know what I mean? So yeah, you could tell if if the builder is a player or not because a, when a player plays a guitar, you go, oh yeah, this right. guy totally gets it, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's kind of a thing about. I mean yeah. So going back to our uh, companies, that any other guitars and pedals and all that, when you play, that's why a player reacts a certain way right. because they go, oh. Totally, I could use the sound. Yeah, it's not a sound that it sounds great in my bedroom. It's a great sound that sounds great in any situation, studio, right. live, sure. whatever, lesson. It doesn't matter, you uh -huh. know, because it just cuts in the mix. It's not that high rolled off, smooth tone where it sounds great in your bedroom. But as soon as a you know a bass player and a guitar, another guitar player and drummer kicks in, oh, where'd my sound go? Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. Right, right. So it kind of has a nice frequency range. It kind of cuts through at any level yeah, of volume. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool what, thing about What is the uh, right. exotic? pedal that Nate had, our worship the leader. EP. He had the EP. Oh, yeah, like we probably sold 50,000 of those yeah. I believe it. Since, he, since we released and it's, it's been the staple for every guitar yeah. player. It's on so every, every pedal board. For a while, every time he was getting a new pedal, like he'd get a soul food or he'd uh -huh. get like another drive pedal. Sure. He'd be like, oh, what do you think about how this sounds? And I'd walk over and play around with his board and the EP is running. Right. And i turn on the other thing and I'm like, oh, it sounds okay. And then i turn off the EP and I'm like, I think the EP is doing the heavy lifting yeah, here. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, no, I, th I not you know, he kind of threw it out there because I guess that was like, I think that was a gift from his wife. Okay. Um, but he like sold off his entire pedal board not too long ago. Wow. Except for that pedal. Okay. And his whole thing was like, oh, well, you know, my wife bought it for me. But like, I was like, nah, dude, like, it that sounds, sounds good why. too. Yeah. Like, if I had, like, I've got some pedals that I'm like, yeah, if I had to get rid of them, then I get rid of if them. If your but. wife bought you pedals, you'd sell them right away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. Ching. No comment. <laughs> yeah, the EP booster, that's like a must-have for any guitar yeah, player. Yeah. You know, it's like a go-to pedal on the pedal board. Put it at the end of the chain, in the beginning of the chain, or have both. Uh -huh. I, know, I know a lot of oh, players have two. You'd love it if people bought two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or get one for the middle, too. Exactly. Yeah, in the middle. Everywhere. Give it for your wife, your brother, sister, yeah, aunts, EP uncles. in between every pedal. Yeah, oh, man. You that need that. A whole pedal full of EPs. Turn everything on. All right, I know what my next pedal board looks like. Now. Just all EPs. All EPs. <laughs> you got to get them to where, like, 
I can got to sit down with all all of the pedals that you guys make and like find a way to just make it spell stuff. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, my pedal board. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Like if, yeah, like an Apple, Apple. Uh, I can't talk. Alphabet board. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you, the first letter of every pedal like, spells <laughs> something out on your oh board. Oh my gosh, that'd be cool. <coughs> oh man. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm fried. Now. I'm pretty fried this too. Is, uh, this has been a long day. <laughs> Like, that sounds like we're done then. I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. It's All been right. great talking okay, to you. Yeah, Thank you very Kenny. much. You bet. Thank you so much. Great talking. Hopefully sure. uh, this happens again next year. I we'll, hope so too. Yeah, be back we'll here see you again. here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go touch those guitars yeah, after please. I pack some stuff up. <laughs> and I'm going to go rest my voice. Right on. Drive back to San Diego. Oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. <laughs> it's not All that right. only, It only took us like an hour this morning. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That's good. All right. Well, cool. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you.